ladies and gentlemen. I want to start this podcast by saying people are upset at me that I'm not covering Mania. By people, I mean a few of my friends. They came to me in my chat asking me, well, I posted a, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a story saying that I would not be covering Mania this year. I instead will be doing this uh, favorite matches of my uh, top guys instead. And people commented on that saying, oh, you should have made it. You're a podcaster. You should just suck it up and do it. And uh, my Facebook friends were doing the same thing. You should just do it, do it, do it. And I said, listen here. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I was in, that I watched it. I did it. I watched the last match of night one and some of night two. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend I watched the whole show and make up a podcast of something I didn't enjoy. I don't want to sit here and bash the company. That's why I'm not doing it. The best part of Mania Weekend was my boy Gronkowski winning the 24-7 championship. That was the best thing in my opinion. But anyways... Like I said, I'm sorry if you were coming here to expect a WrestleMania podcast. I apologize. I'm going to rather skip that. Let's skip this whole thing and go straight to the point. My name is Michael, a.k.a. Big Mike Entertainment, a.k.a. your favorite host of the Legion of Good podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about my top three favorite wrestling matches of my favorite wrestlers. I'm going to start it off with Shawn Michaels. This is no order. But Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair retirement match was special match to me. I remember yeah, I just remember being so into it. I remember Ric Flair having um, I think it was like a month before, maybe even longer before WrestleMania, Vince McMahon gave him, uh, if you lose any of your matches, you are going to retire. You'll be forced into retirement. And I got, after about, uh, after a few weeks, months went by, and then Ric Flair called out Shawn Michaels and told Shawn Michaels that if in order to be the man, you have to beat the man. And they went back and forth. Shawn didn't want to do it. Uh, Rick slapped him and said, do it, do it, do it. Shawn finally said, you know what? You're kind of like old Eller. When you get old, you get sick, you gotta take the dog in the back and put him out of misery. And they went on to have a great match at Mania, uh, Mania 25, I believe, or 24. I think it was 24. <clears throat> and they had a great match. Shawn Michaels went for the uh, switchy music, pumped up the crowd. Said, I told him, I'm sorry, I love you. And they gave the super kick, pinned him, and won the match. Night after was it was it was good it was a good match, uh, great storytelling. <clears throat> Sorry, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker career streak was also a special month to me because like I said Shawn Michaels was always my childhood favorite to this day still one of my favorite top favorites. So knowing that Undertaker was undefeated, chances of him losing the match were pretty slim. So I had a feeling Shawn Michaels was ready to retire. At that time, I was young, so I didn't want that. But I understand that whatever he wanted to do, that was his decision. But for me, it was a sad moment. 
Now, this will probably be my top favorite match of all time. Uh, Shawn Michaels, and this is for just in general. Favorite. Uh, Shawn Michaels versus Triple H versus Crips Hall for the World Heavyweight Championship belt. That man was special to me because WrestleMania 20 was my first ever media I've watched. I remember that night. Uh, that same night, Eddie Guerrero beat Kurt Angle for the WWE title. And Chris won the triple threat. He put Triple H in the Chris the crossface, had him tap out, won the match. Eddie came out, probably went off. Confetti fell. They hugged it out, and it was, it was a special moment for me. Be my first WrestleMania. Actually, sitting there and watching it. So that's it for Shawn Michaels. Kevin Owens is next on my list. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns was big cast. This was the night I met it at Raw. Um, I think it was the night after Mania. And uh, Finn Balor had a. Finn Balor won the Universal title. But then he got hurt. So they. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. He got hurt. So they. It was vacant. And they had this. They had this uh, fatal five way for it, elimination match. Or fatal four, four fatal four way, sorry. For an elimination match. And Triple H came out, and I remember being mad and saying, no, don't do it, because I thought he was going to come out and pedigree Kevin Owens and help Seth Rollins with At the moment, it was just those two left. And. Triple H came in the ring, Pedal Green, Seth Rollins, and told Kevin Owens to pin him. And Kevin Owens became the second ever Universal Champion, and that was just a great moment for, for me being a Kevin Owens fan. Another match I enjoyed was Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match uh, for that title. Anyway, it was a good match back and forth. Uh, at the end, or during the middle of it, Chris Jericho came, or, yeah, Chris Jericho came in and pretty much made it a two-on-one handicap match, and obviously KO won and retained the belt. Another great one for me was Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. In a Hell in a Cell match. This is the one where uh, Shane McMahon went on top of the Hell in a Cell. Went to jump on Kevin Owens and Zambies, Sami Zayn. Turned heel that night and he moved Kevin out the way and Sammy missed and went through the table. Or Shane McMahon missed and went through the table. And Kevin won the match. I'm adding a fourth match to this list because why not? This is my show. I'm the host. <laughs> Just kidding. But, anyways, I loved Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor. That was a takeover in Brooklyn 2015. That was the first major takeover outside of Full Send University. At the Barclays Center. And I just loved it. KO didn't lose that match. Finn did retain. But it was enjoyable to watch. The next person on my list is going to be Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Adam Cole versus Aleister Black. NXT TakeOver Philadelphia Extreme Rules match. Great match. Aleister beat Cole. But it went back and forth. And I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. 
Undisputed Air versus Tabasa Champa and Keith Lee versus I better botch the name so please don't roll me in the comments versus Dominic Dolchovic and Kevin Owens that's what Kevin Owens made a surprise entrance Team Chapo did win this match. But it was a great match. Especially because Adam Cole has been in every single board games match so far. Disposable War Games 3. And it was it was great to watch. I really enjoyed it. I love War Games matches. AEW is actually doing their version of War Games. And we don't know when that's happening yet with everything going on but when it does I'm excited Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano NXT TakeOver New York it was a best 2 out of 3 falls match Johnny did beat Adam Cole to become that first uh, become NXT champion for the first time Adam won the first fall, and Johnny did win the last two. I think it's funny that every single match I paid for Adam Cole lost. But every match I told paid had great storytelling. So if you haven't watched any of the matches I said so far with Shawn Michaels coming out with Adam Cole, you should check it out. Like if you're just an AEW fan or if you're just listening to me because you... Or my friend, or if you're just listening to me because, why not? If you're one of those people who think wrestling's trash because of what WWE's been putting out there, then I definitely recommend you check it out, New Japan, AEW, NXT, and see what wrestling's about because it's not what people think it is. And that's one thing I get pissed off as being a fan and I'm at a bar or I'm at a restaurant and I'm talking to my friend and I'm saying, hey, did you check out AEW Wednesday or did you watch NXT last week Wednesday or whatever? And then you get that comment saying, I don't know how you watch that fake trash. I don't know how you watch it. And I'm just so sick of telling people because people have seen WWE and I hear me hating. WWE is not entertaining anymore for me. And I know there's people who enjoy it, and that's fine. I am not entertained. And that's all I'm going to say. So it's hard for me to... I sit up January 3rd, January 4th every year. And I sit there, and I watch New Japan at 3, 2 in the morning until 8 in the morning each year. And I enjoy it. And we'll get to that. After I'm with my WWE guys. Sorry for cutting a little promo. Keith Lee. Is next on my list. Keith Lee versus Roderick Strong. For the North American Championship. This is the night Keith Lee won the belt. This match was great. Keith Lee every time he's in that ring. There's just something about him. He is able to. He's able to. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but Keith Lee does amazing. Keith Lee versus Dominic Dolcevich. 
this was a number one contender. This was before P won the belt, obviously, but Keith Lee was firstly dominant Dolchovich for a number one contender match. Roderick Strong got involved, costing Keith Lee the match. Uh, William Regal ended up coming off that night saying it's now a triple threat match. So that next week, Keith Lee versus Roger Strong, which is the next one on my list, versus Dominic Dolchovich for that title. Roger Strong got st- Roger Strong did steal the match. Uh, Keith Lee was on the second rope, gave Dominic Dolchovich the power bomb, and as Keith Lee was like getting up to pin him, uh, Roger Strong kicked him. Uh, did he do the face and pinned him one two three and could retain the belt? But it was a very, very entertaining match. Like I said, I love NXT. I love what they do. Johnny Gargano is next on my list. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. No matter what, majority of the matches on this list, except the last one, are going to be those two. Because every time Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano do get they fight, it's amazing. This was their street fight in Chicago they had. The match was awesome. They literally tore each other apart for like 35 minutes. Tommaso did win the match. But it was great. Johnny handcuffed him to the ropes. It was amazing. They fought through the crowd. I definitely, if you guys haven't watched an NXT match, I definitely recommend this match. The third time Johnny fought Tommaso Ciampa, they were tied 1 1. It was the last man standing match. Tommaso won, but it was another amazing match. These two always tear each other apart. And guess what? They fight tomorrow, actually. They fight again tomorrow. I'm actually really excited for that match. And I will be doing a podcast probably Thursday for AEW slash NXT recap. Andrade versus Johnny Gargano. Andrade won the match. But these two, like I said, they told an amazing story. Once again, I had Johnny losing all these matches, but I promise that these were entertaining as beep. Alright. Tommaso Ciampa is on my list. Tommaso Ciampa versus Alistair Black for the NXT Championship. Tommaso became the new NXT Champion in a great match. Tommaso Ciampa versus Keith Lee versus Finn Balor. Triple threat match with the number one contender match. Number one contendership. Finn Balor showed up and won the match to become number one contender for the title. War Games 2. Yeah. Valentine Dream versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship. Dream came out as Hollywood Hogan. It was amazing. Five-star match. Tommaso did retain the belt, but it was great. Valentin J, I should have had him on the list. He is another one that tells amazing stories in the ring. The Miz. First match on this list 
is the Miz versus John Morrison versus John Cena in an Extreme Rules match. The Miz defended, defeated, or defended, sorry, the Miz defended the WWE Championship after beating John Cena at WrestleMania. That's when The Rock came out, and I think he restarted the match, something like that. And the Miz won. This is one of my favorite matches from The Miz. The Miz versus Danny Bryant versus his job or a triple threat match at Hell in a Cell. They wrestled all over the arena having a classic match. Danny Bryant got the win, but it was amazing. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was a, a submission match, but it was like a submission false caught anywhere. If I remember correctly. The Miz versus John Morrison. His former Tainty partner at the time. The Miz defended his WWE title against his partner John Morrison. And John Morrison. I've always been a fan of John Morrison. The Miz wife retaining the belt, but I've always been a fan. Sorry if you guys hear the noise in the background. I don't know what my neighbors are doing upstairs. Dolph Ziggler is going to be next on my list. One of my favorite matches from Dolph Ziggler's TLC 2011. Dolph Ziggler versus Zack Ryder for the United States title. Both men looked amazing. Woo, 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 stole the win, and had fun doing so, great match, I know I keep saying great match, like, I just, rubbed, I couldn't, not all, some of these I remember, but some of them I can't remember everything that happened, and I didn't, I didn't go and watch every match again to, like, write down notes, I just am giving you guys my list, and I hope you enjoy. Tom Ziggler versus Rey Mysterio. First of all, I gotta help myself. How the hell did I not put Rey Mysterio on this list? Or how did I forget Eddie Guerrero? I'm guessing my thoughts were just with the current W's. I'm guessing I was just thinking about regular superstars like Randy Orton and Edge. But I put Shawn Michaels on here. Whatever. Sorry, guys, if I should have put Ray out of here. Anyways, Tom Ziggler versus Ray Mysterio. Great match. This is for the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam. Ray retained the belt, beating Tom Ziggler. But this match was very. Tom Ziggler showed up, and Tom Ziggler. I might actually watch this match after this podcast because I just remember Dolph Ziggler showing his fans why he was so why he was so talented showing his fans what he could actually do in the ring and unfortunately he lost but it was great Dolph Ziggler versus John Cena at TLC 2012 Dolph Ziggler put his money in the big briefcase on the line in the main event and beat one of WWE's top stars. Which is special for him. 
at this time, he showed his fans again why he is the show-off. Another great match with Dolph. AJ Lee did get involved, helping Dolph win. But it was great. Edge is the next one on my list. The first ever Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania 21 with Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit. Side note, if you have not checked out his YouTube documentary, it's called Dark Side of the Ring. Go check it out. It's amazing. Two parts. Christian, Shelton Benjamin, Edge, and Kane were in this ladder match. I remember Kate coming out and all the ladders started off fire, uh, like at the entranceway. For the first time ever, ladder match, Money in the Bank, your boy Edge won it. And I remember it being so amazingly good. And like I wish WrestleMania would still have ladder matches, Money in the Bank ladder matches, because that's one match I actually look forward to watching every WrestleMania. And I have to watch all different pay-per-view for it. If this is not on your list of top matches, I don't know what's wrong with you. Edge versus Mick Foley at WrestleMania 22. Fucking amazing. Edge, well, Lita started the table on fire. And Edge speared Mick Foley through the table to win the match. Oh, it was, it was amazing. It was so good. And I'm going to cheat. Any match with the Dully Boys. Any match with the Hardy Boys. Any match with Edric Christian. In a ladder match. It's phenomenally phenomenal. How the hell don't you have one of those on your list? The last WWE superstar on this list. Is going to be Randy Keith Orton. I think that's the middle name. Randy Orton versus Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series 2007. Shawn Michaels fought Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. They both showed their limit in this match. It ended up with Shawn Michaels going for the switch to music. And then Randy Orton RKOing him out of nowhere to win the match. Randy Orton versus Ray Ray. No way out 2006. This match went back and forth with Ray Mysterio went for the 619. Randy Orton ducked out the way as soon as he went for the swing. And as soon as he went for the swing, Randy Orton gave Ray Mysterio the schoolboy to win the match. Yes, he cheated by holding the rope and holding the pants. I can't remember everything that led up to the match, but at the end, I remember uh, Ray Mysterio crying, upset, tearing up, saying he wished he would have won. He didn't free. He let Eddie Guerrero down. He let the Guerreros down, and I just don't remember exactly everything that happened and why that was a thing. Randy Orton vs. Rob Van Dam. One Night Stand 2007. Great match. 
great match. There was a stretcher match. Randy Orton won this match when they came to take him out with the stretcher. Well, that's it for... Well, actually, I lied. John Cena, CM Punk, 2011, Money in the Bank. This is not John Cena and Punk. Punk should have been on this list. But this match was amazing. This is when Punk walked walked off with the title. He told everyone at midnight his contract ended and he was leaving. And McMahon and Johnny Laurinaitis came out to try to stop Punk. And Punk ended up winning. He came back like two, three weeks later. But this match was amazing. Check it out. I had to throw that out there. Thanks to my boy. Day say. Which hopefully one day I have him on the show with me. We're going to jump on with Kenny Omega. This is New Japan slash AEW. Kenny Omega. One of my favorite matches is Full Gear AEW. He fought Johnny Boxley. John Boxley. They destroyed each other. They literally destroyed each other. Kenny Omega had the Bucks and uh, Hangman Page bring this barbed wire table out. And it was like a bar. It was a created, I don't know. It wasn't even like a, it wasn't even a table. It was like, it was a barbed wire creation. And it looked deadly. And Kenny Omega put Johnny Moxley through it. It was great. John Moxley did win this match. But I love it. That I, best match of the night. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega versus Okada. They wrestled at Wrestle Kingdom 11 for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I just want to say this match was awesome. I would be here all night talking about the match. This is the match that made me fall in love with New Japan. I never watched New Japan until the Wrestle Kingdom 11. I knew, I knew about it and I've heard about it, but I never actually watched it. I had a buddy of mine uh, who told me to feel their friends like, yo, we're all aligned anyways. Who we probably won't go to bed till like five, six anyways. Why don't we all just get on and watch New Japan? Wrestle Kingdom's on tonight. And we watched it. Not gonna say how. But we watched it. And I fell in love with wrestling again. I at this time I I was losing my love for wrestling. At this time I was losing it, the interest in watching wrestling. And I fell in love with wrestling. Now, after that, let's talk about Okada. After watching Wrestle Kingdom 11, I, I went on... I can't remember what site it's called, but I went on some site to watch old matches. I watched Okada versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This is for the, this was the G1 Climax Finals. Shinsuke won, uh, beating Okada to beat the winner of the G1 Climax. 
It was great. I loved it. Another great match. Also an old match. AJ Styles versus Okada. AJ, this was when AJ debuted in New Japan. He joined Bullet Club, attacking Okada to win the IWGP heavyweight title. The next guy on my list is going to be Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes versus Dustin. Totally amazing story. It's hard to explain it, but if you love wrestling, Cody Rhodes came out, destroyed the throne <laughs> with Sledgehammer, and beat Dustin Rhodes. It was amazing. Amazing. Love the match. Cody versus Kota Ibushi, Wrestle Kingdom 12. Cody lost his match. Cody will beat his brother, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, Cody beat his brother. Cody versus Kota Bushi. Cody lost. But this match was it was fun to watch. <laughs> it was it was amazing. I keep saying that, but there's not much else to say. If you don't watch the match, you won't know. MJF. The only match that came to my mind was MJF versus Cody Rhodes. Just the whole storytelling to the match. Leading up to the match was amazing. Cody and him were part uh, That was Cody's protege for the longest time. Uh, Cody was MJF's teacher in a way. And that Cody, uh, Cody Rhodes was first in Chris Jericho for the title. And MJF threw the towel in. Having Cody lose. Chris Jericho retaining. And then he kicked him in the, the balls. And turned on him. And MJF beat Cody Rhodes, and it was an amazing match. Sammy Guevara. I actually got his log right now in the background from just today, and I'm not, I have to rewatch it because I can't hear it because it's on mute, but it's playing. I enjoyed rest. I enjoyed watching him first Kip Sabian and Double or Nothing. This was the this was one of the first times I watched Sammy Guevara, and I just fell in love with his wrestling style. After knowing more about Sammy Guevara, I looked up some old matches of him as well. Because I like watching old matches. And there was one back in 2017 where he fought Ricochet. And that match was great. Kota Ibushi versus Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom. Jay White gave Kota the Blade Runner to win the match. Kota Bushi went on to the, the same night to fight Okada, which, let me tell you something. Kota Bushi versus Okada was amazing. Amazing. Oh, I can't, all I can say is that match was like a 30 minute match at least 30 40 ish minutes and it was finisher finisher kick kick pin kick out reverse reverse finisher reverse kick it out kick it out it was great so good so good Okada beat Kota Ibushi 
Okada that next night wrestled Naito in another great match. Can I just tell you guys something? WrestleMania Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom, WrestleMania. Sorry, Wrestle Kingdom 14 was probably one of my favorite Wrestle Kingdoms. Naito did beat Okada to become the first ever dual champion. He was already the IWG Intercontinental Champion, but he became the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Champion, which later on, Kenta, as he was doing his promo, Kenta came out and attacked, which I'm pretty sure Kenta was supposed to be on the list, and then I just forgot to put him, so I apologize. I have Cody 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah, 7. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, my bad. But, anyways, I would love to see Kenta versus Okada for a title. Hardest Kenta versus Okada versus Naito in a triple threat. Or, I don't, I don't, so much great stuff they could do. Barnes Girl versus Cody Rhodes. In WPCW for the internet title. Cody did retain the belt. But it was a fun match to watch. For Will Ospreay I have out here as well. I don't have much to say. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Uh, I don't know why I put out Will Ospreay on the list. But Will Ospreay is one of my favorites. And not favorites. He's one of he's talented. When you do watch him he's talented. And there's one match that I named that you probably you guys should know about. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. Will Ospreay vs. Ricochet. Great match. Amazing match. Unbelievable match. I definitely, definitely recommend you watching. And I know I said that about a lot of these matches, but I will promise you, I'm not gonna lie to you. Colt Cabana. Don't ask me why he's on this list. I watched, I didn't know much about Colt Cabana until our boy CM Punk did his amazing pipe bomb. So what did I do? I typed CM Punk versus Colt Cabana. And one match they I remember is CM Punk's last match, Ring of Honor, he fought Colt Cabana. And it was great, amazing. Amazing storytelling. I like how they were good friends. They were able to tell chemistry. It was just, it was, it was enjoyable. That is it. That is my five, six pages of my talented storytelling. Guys. I just want to say something. This is... Big Mike's Entertainment YouTube channel as well. Not only is this on Spotify, it's also on YouTube. This is Leeches of a Good Podcast, episode number two. If you guys want to follow me, I hope, first of all, I hope you enjoyed this. I'm sorry if I said um a lot. I'm sorry if I said and a lot. I'm sorry if it sounded like I was reading off a piece of paper. I'm sorry if I sounded boring. And I'm sorry if I put you to sleep. 
I'm sorry if you're waking up to go pee right now and you realize why the hell is this guy still talking? I'm sorry. Well, guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. Please follow me on social media. My Instagram is legion underscore of underscore goods. Twitter is at goods underscore legion. Facebook is just legion of goods podcast. I really hope you enjoyed me. YouTube is Big Mike's Entertainment. I will have all the links to my social media on my YouTube channel. Spotify, just type in Legion of Good and my podcast will pop up. If you're listening to this, it's probably on Spotify. Or maybe it's YouTube. I don't know. What are, and if you guys hit me up in the DMs, what are some of your favorite matches? Is there a match on here that you said, how the hell did I not put it on my list? How the hell did you not put Dolph Ziggler versus Fandango? I don't know. Give me some ideas. What else do you want me to talk about? Next, this week, Wednesday. I will be doing a recap about NXT and AEW. I will be posting that most likely Thursday, possibly Friday. Don't quote me. But it will for sure be posted by Friday. And now, this is my second podcast. First ever vlog podcast. Been going on for about 37 minutes. Guys, thank you guys so much. I love you all. Follow the pages. And keep me going. I will see you all Thursday and Friday.